Today, we bring you a very special kind of show on the Frank Boomer at Large. We take a special episode to do nothing but to honor our fallen soldiers in all of our history. We made no effort in this episode to score demographic points or do the things we like to do in podcasts to spike the ratings and jazz them up. We didn't talk about all the other things you can hear about on Labor Day, which team's going to win which division, and the sports, and all those grand things. They're perfectly American uh, treasures. Those are wonderful. But we won't talk about those today. This, this show was pretty much done from the standpoint of how it feels, which I cannot say I felt, but how it must feel to that mother or the brother or the daughter or the child who knows why this day exists, why this is a holiday. And for those, this show is for you. And the rest will just have to wait. We thank you all for your service. Well, here we are, America heading into a Memorial Day weekend. Very important day uh, in honor of all those who have served and fallen and we remember. Certainly all of you have someone or know of someone who gave it all 
with red, white, and blue. And we take a sincere moment to think about those, the fallen ones who fell for our freedom. Yeah, they did. And in every one of those instances where they provided one of us to think of, in every one of those instances that produced the fallen soldier, first there had to be a call to war. The soldier doesn't make that call. He simply answers it. When his country calls, he, he answers. Sometimes they call too much, knowing he will answer. But kings will answer for their own ways, just as we all will. But the judgments and decisions of kings aside, we shall still honor the fallen. We do not celebrate at the king's dinner, at the king's feast and festivals. For the most part, most of us don't quite get there. And so, nothing against the king. We simply let him deal with his own conscience. And certainly... That would be a king's ransom to deal with. This is not the time to make statements about whether the wars were necessary or the struggles were worthy. It's not the time for that. Those are out of your control. The ones who do not attend the feast of the king come back in the pine box sometime. The family has no choice. And so we will not even consider those aspects on this occasion. We simply honor the fallen, as we should. And as each one of those would have done, given the chance, he would have lived his life to the fullest had you taken him off that field wherever condition he ended and gave him back that breath and returned him home where the land retained what he fought for. He would enjoy himself. He would drink a lot of beer. He would eat a lot of steak. He would have a lot of, of fun he would have friends and family and children and dogs and go swimming and live the life to the absolute fullest. And so that is what we do as well. And so America is regaining some of its customs. They were threatened a season ago and we willingly gave up everything. All the holidays and everything that makes America we gave it up temporarily because people asked you to. We won't even discuss that today. We want to spend this episode talking about what sort of life 
would that fallen soldier choose if he had the weekend like you do? Would he want you to sit on the sofa and mope for four days? Or go out and climb a mountain? Or test a kayak? Or fix that car? Get that engine just right? Or paint a painting? Or eat a watermelon with friends? Whatever it is you do when you gather, gather and think of the ones who would have if they could. And that is Frank Boomer's Memorial Day statement. America's Memorial Day. And we'll talk more about what that means. It's a lot of things it means. We've made a nice fun day out of it. And I'm not going to condemn someone who can struggle to find the time to do something in his busy schedule and makes Memorial Day a routine, a gateway to summer. It's fine. It should. It just happens to come right when that sort of thing begins. I think we should take a little time to To, uh, to grab what you can and gusto and zeal from this world because it tried to snuff you out. It did not want you to breathe at all. And if you did, it wanted to control even your very breath. And you can tell that that is what they had in mind. And they still do. Just because... You don't see the enemy, doesn't mean he isn't there. But that enemy we shall ignore on this Memorial Day. This is Frank Boomer, Stuart Lodge.
You judge not the general by the victories, but rather by his tears. Not the ones he would ever show, but surely they're shed somewhere over a flask of whiskey inside a tent in some war room and some mirror shaving for the next day a tear a tear would have to fall from any general but no battle came without a price and no general takes any delight in knowing he may have won and won at an eight to one ratio. Now those were the words of the historians, the scribes, who sat in bureaucratic cubicles and wrote details of victories and propagandists. But one lost soldier would at least bring one tear, even to a general, or especially a good one. Every army has its pride and valor. And it does cloak the soldier's demise in some sort of dignity. Napoleon was concerned about what the mothers thought when their sons did not return. But in reality, most of his soldiers were mercenaries. I think they preferred it that way. Men who knew they would probably die on the job. As long as the pay was right, they was up for it. A lot less, a lot less burden for a general to bear. But no war is won without smooth-faced lads departing their mother's apron strings and never to see them again. No war has been waged without that sort. And the American soldier is unique, always has been. Whether through thorough and diligent propaganda or just the fact that it was true, American soldiers fought in their hearts for their freedom. And they believed they had it. And they did. Enough of it to claim, enough to measure, something to fill the little small lines on the measuring cup. It was not bare nor empty. The freedom he fought for was real and tangible. And he also knew what it would be like to an extent without it. Or at least he had images of how it looked, and he did not like it. And to America's credit, they have mostly fought in just wars and fought 
with a noble patience before entering the fray. And even though they are beholders of an empire, there's one of the only ones in history that was not cobbled together with that intent. There were some confederations that were to match similarities, but nothing was the intended cause of the American Republic, the most noble idea for a country that ever was. And so the extent that you uh, fulfilled that can certainly be debated. Even if it was done for the wrong and most vile reasons, these founding fathers at least put into law and pen and paper the idea that everyone, everybody had some sort of nobility, a a dignity given to them by their creator. That no government has any control over. And should they try to, to say otherwise would be liars. And therefore, one more strike against their credibility and integrity. Now America put it to pen and paper that men should be free. And their men fought and died backing this up. And certainly, they were as victim of manipulations of the highest order as any army has ever been. I'm not naive, and neither are you. But despite all that, the American soldier is unique. And Memorial Day is the, uni the unique day that we honor this very special soldier. A very special country, a very special people that they died to protect. It takes a very special kind of person to sacrifice. What does sacrifice mean? To give up something for the benefit of someone else. There's nothing more, nothing more sacred to an extent than a, than a sacrifice and we all know in human endeavor there's always some sacrifice required for any sort of success when you sacrifice 
your time to study and achieve academic success doesn't come free. Nothing worth having does. But even that sort of sacrifice is not the ultimate sacrifice. To have your life snuffed out in its very prime is to almost not have lived, to certainly have been cut short. And so for the special sword of soldier, there's a special sort of sadness. Because not only was he a hero and sacrificed for others, but it's what he sacrificed as well cut down in his prime and it is a loss not only to the soldier but to the nation as well and the world he would have served or could have served and built and made a better one yes war is the most expensive delicacy in the world and it served on a silver platter in the beginning but someone has to clean up after the banquet. For some of you, it was your brother, for others, your father, and for some, your grandfather, and for some, even beyond. There are fallen ones in the family. You can see it on every mantle <clears throat> in this heartland. Possibly even in Connecticut, they have mantles with soldiers. A big war like World War II cuts across all economic classes. <laughs> of course, the nature of society, the lesser, the lesser ranking members do most of the fighting. It's always been that way. This is not to take away from the sacrifice of any soldier, be he a general, a colonel, or a corporal. They all fought as one. And they were brothers to the end. But it is that loss of youth that hurts us all. It's an emptiness that we cannot quite fathom. But I do say if you've ever felt that, it might change the way you thought about big picture politics. And that is probably the biggest failing of all of our current governments and societies, at least since the uh, Industrial Revolution, but my study of history has proven it to be pretty much an eternal consequence. 
a situation where most of the wars are fought for the benefit of the few, and the price is paid by the many, and the many are the ones who had the least to give in the beginning. And so the least you can do is to honor them, and America does. Memorial Day is an American holiday, but you can bet there are forces right here in America who detest this day because America's had enemies since it was born, and it always will. Why? Because we're an evil country? Is that why we have enemies? No. We have enemies for the reasons all successful kingdoms and empires have enemies. It is the nature of geopolitics to exploit. And every country exploits as much as it can. It's the nature of the way of nations, the way of kings. And so to point out one and point out their exploits as excessive and what have you can always be done. But not just in America, but in any society. It has been the many that have had to support the few and the many are the ones who supported and sacrificed everything they had. And so it is in honor of the sacrifice that we don't choose sides. We don't only honor the fallen whose parents looked like us or lived in our neighborhoods. The fallen are one. And so are we as we mourn those that served and sacrifice and fought the good fight and America will always do this the enemies of America who sometimes sit smugly and snugly right inside our borders and sometimes in the pampered surroundings of kings And this small, small group has very little regard for the very, the very thing that supports them is the American people. They know they have to have their benefits of their labor. They want their, their allegiance. But the recent times have changed everything and the world isn't what it is and it would be hard to tell a young person today that to go and grab a gun and do what you're told by a drill sergeant is somehow relevant to anything. And so the, the nature of war has changed. And most of the wars are fought in, in totally different ways. Hopefully, there will never be another war. 
another opportunity to increase the attendance of the morn on Memorial Day. But this is not the day to choose sides and label. The only thing you want to label today is make awfully sure you take a moment to say thank you to those who fell along the way so you can stand and run and jump as lions and eagles. And as we eat our watermelon and grill our steaks and do what we do, get together and play music and do rap tunes or whatever you do, when you have some time as a free country, I can't think of a better time for all of you to live at least the next two or three days to the very fullest that you can imagine. 